God morning, listeners. I come to you today with a humble heart. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. It's a daily podcast, and I'm your host, Pamela Staten. I'm dedicating today's podcast uh, to a dear friend who passed away just last night. Uh, Her name is Tanya, very, very close to me in age. I have super fond memories of her, which is good. We were probably the closest uh, from 2000 to 2010. And uh, she founded a film festival in California and she was wonderful. She was a great mom and she leaves behind two loving daughters. And I remember um, she wanted her daughters to marry professional basketball players. I remember that. And so when they came of a certain age, like maybe 19 or 20, it's interesting. She took them to every basketball game that she could. And her girls did meet ball players. Now, years later, I don't know the end result of that, but I pray that the girls are doing good and uh, you know, I'll be reaching out to them in the next couple of days. I, I just got word last night of her mother's pass, of their mother's passing. So let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Bow your head and please, Repeat after me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.
And from the Bible.com, it says, Hundreds of years before Jesus was born, he was prophesied about that he would restore and bring life, not break and ruin, that he would bring forth judgment on the earth and people everywhere across the oceans would listen to what he had to say. Now, thousands of years later, people all over the earth still listen to what Jesus has to say. Jesus is glorified through all history. People on every continent and in every country listen for his voice and read his word. Father God, you sent your son to the world to save us. He was with you in the beginning. People everywhere listen to his words. Jesus is amazing and true. Thank you for your goodness and that you build up and care for the weak. Help your church that is scattered all over the earth. Unite us. Help us to glorify you and to proclaim your gospel to the nations. In Jesus' name, amen. And that prayer inspires me to give recognition to the 53 countries that are listening to this podcast. I thank God for you. And I know that you thank God for a chance to know him. The top 10 are the United States, Australia, Philippines, UK, United Kingdom, Germany, Tanzania, Brazil, South Africa, Canada, and Vietnam. The top 20 listening to this podcast, Sierra Leone, Indonesia, Russia, United Arab Emirates, Netherlands, India, France, Singapore, Argentina, and Ireland. Top 30, Dominican Republic, Thailand, Japan, Croatia, Hong Kong, Faroe Islands, Czech Republic, Sweden, South Korea, and Finland. Top 40 countries listening, Colombia, Austria, Puerto Rico, Slovakia, Spain, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Malaysia, Kenya, Papua New Guinea, and Djibouti. Top 50, Ghana, Turkey, Nigeria, Norway, Taiwan, Namibia, Malawi, Uganda, Bangladesh, New Zealand, 
And the last three, Switzerland, Belgium, Liberia. Thank you all for listening. The numbers are through the roof. We're at 10,717 listeners. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. Stay right there. Be right back. I'm grateful for every single one of you. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins. And rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, Help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. Amen. Faith makes all things possible. Hope makes all things work. Love makes all things beautiful. May you have all three of them today and always. Amen. Good morning. Praying is the most human thing we do. Having faith changes life. 
It is what gives us strength to fight another day. Not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. Saying good morning daily is not a formality. It is the art of saying that I remember you in the first minutes of my day. The golden times of our lives may not come back, but the good reflections and memories will stay forever in our hearts. So value your relationships and give meaning to friendship, kindness, trust, and love. I believe God placed this on my heart. Any of you that have telephone books, phone records, contact lists, skim through them today and reach out to some people that you haven't talked to in a long, long time and just tell them that you're thinking of them, you remember them and that you are doing okay. Oh, life is short, listeners. Tell the ones that you love that you love them every chance you get so that you will know for sure, God forbid whatever happens, that the last words you said to them was, I love you. Amen. That's important. Close your eyes, bow your head. Prayers from the Wilderness by Avis Marcus. Dear Lord, I am experiencing times of despair, anxiety, and weakness. Every day I face more questions than answers. I struggle for peace of mind and understanding from friends and family is not always available. When I rise to begin the journey of another day, I wonder what dilemma will confront me. How will I handle them and why do I have to? However, when I pause to inhale your goodness, your love, and your peace, I realize that your grace is what covers me. It is just as you said in your word, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. Father, I know you are the source of my strength and compassion. Your grace and love poured into me every day prepares me for the tasks that I must face. When people attempt to upset me, you disperse angels of grace to catch my anger and cover me. When lack of sleep causes irritation to permeate my spirit, your grace sends a friend with words of love and kindness. When I'm feeling joyless, Your grace provides hope, joy, and even laughter. When I feel like giving up, 
your grace provides encouragement. Then when weakness in mind, body, and spirit fight to control me, your grace says, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Lord, I am in awe of you. Through this experience, I can truly say you are amazing. Not because I read about you. Not because of someone else's testimony. Not because of a sermon. But now, because my relationship with you is personal. That's right, listeners. It's personal. And even though I choose to become closer to you, your grace pursues me daily. I thank you for being in charge of my life. I thank you for positioning people around me to uplift and assist me. And most of all, Lord, I give you praise, honor, and glory for your amazing grace. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And I'd also like to dedicate this podcast to my dear friend, Abby, who just got the diagnosis that she has hepatitis B and whatever that means, Lord. She's testing and we're going to pray for healing and that the doctors will be able to tell her exactly what to do. So hang in there, Abby. We love you. Psalm 6, verse 9. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. Amen. Be right back in a moment. a new book listeners called Praying the Names of Jesus by the best-selling author Ann Spangler. And today she's teaching about the name. And the Greek word for the name is logos. How about that? Logos. Though God has always revealed himself in some way, the incarnation is the clearest, the most compelling revelation of who God is, of his holiness, love, and power. Because Jesus is one with the Father, he is uniquely able to communicate God's heart and mind. As Logos, or the Word, Everything about Jesus, his teaching, his miracles, his suffering, his death and resurrection speaks to us of God. Our destiny depends on how well we listen. We will believe or will we turn a deaf ear to the message of God's love. When you pray to Jesus as the word, You are praying to the one whose voice 
calls us from death into life and from darkness into light. John chapter 1 verse 14 says, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, and without him nothing was made that has been made. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The word flesh, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father of grace and truth. Another key scripture, John chapter 1, verse 1 through 14. Jesus, you are the one and only word made flesh, speaking your love and your light into the world's thick darkness. Reshape my life through your message of mercy. Give me ears to hear and a heart to do your will. Make me eager to be able to proclaim your word in season and out, confident in your life-giving power and in your enduring love. John's Gospel begins by calling Jesus the Logos, the Word. Though Logos was a term used in Greek philosophy, John echoes a Hebrew mindset by using it to refer to not a rational principle or an impersonable force, but to the one who created the universe by speaking it into existence. Unlike the prophets who merely spoke God's word, Jesus is God's dynamic, creative, life-giving word. John says the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. The Greek for made his dwelling is directly linked to the word tent or tabernacle. And Jewish readers would immediately recognize the reference to the tent of meeting in which God's glory dwelt prior to the building of the temple in Jerusalem. Jesus, the word made flesh, became a man so that through his miracles teachings and way of life, we could perceive God's glory. 
He is the word calling out to us, healing our deafness and bringing us back to God. So no wonder Jesus responded to Philip saying, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I've been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen the father, how could they say, show us the father? Don't you believe that I am the Father and that the Father is in me? We are to respond to Jesus, the Word, with both faith and faithfulness, reproducing Christ's life so that the Word may become flesh in us. Amen. We see she's going to be a deep teacher. Amen. And now from Strength for Each Day, I thought this was a beautiful passage about emotions. 2 Corinthians 5 says, We live by faith and not by sight. People who live according to their feelings will never truly enjoy their lives. Feelings can sometimes be good and they can also be bad. And they show up when you don't want them and they disappear when you need them. People share their feelings more than anything else. Our natural tendency is to follow our feelings. But God wants us to be led by the Holy Spirit. Feelings will never go away. We have to deal with them and their ebb and flow throughout our lives. Emotions seem to have a mind of their own and change without notice. We can have feelings, but we must not let them have us. Amen. We cannot let feelings take the lead, or make decisions for us. We have to learn to manage our emotions and live beyond our feelings. We can do what we know is right instead of doing what we feel like doing. To fulfill many responsibilities that we carry out We always have to feel like doing it. Emotions are the number one enemy of the child of God. Oh, interesting. The number one enemy. Emotions lie to us. And if we follow them without examining whether or not they are healthy, we will experience great difficulty in life. We can manage our emotions with God's help and learn to recognize when it is the devil using them to lead us down a wrong path. Oh, I'm going to pin that as a to be continued topic. That's heavy. Emotions. Stay with me, listeners. We'll be back to wrap up the podcast. Just a second. Mm-hmm.
Let's end today's podcast with God's way day by day. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 19 says, This hope we have is an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast. It says, So many people I know live under a terrible cloud of I hope I've done enough to please God. They hope they've read enough of the Bible. They hope they've prayed enough. They hope God will forgive them. They hope they'll be considered worthy of heaven. Well, such concern isn't true hope. True hope lies in saying, thank you, God, for saving me. Thank you, God, for loving me. Thank you, God, for Jesus Christ and what he did for me on the cross. Thank you, God, for giving me your Holy Spirit to guide and comfort me. That is true hope. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. We got a lot of blessings started. Everyone stay healthy, stay strong. Come back tomorrow. We'll do it again. Bye for now.